Oh yeah, guys, we are getting, we are definitely getting spiritual. Universe always provides, and you're going to see that today too. If you haven't listened to the last episode yet, what are you doing? You had a week to listen to the last episode and you should follow it up right away with today's episode of a bullet proof and boss your business. Today, I have Andrea Tissier here as a certified master life coach and business alignment coach. You have trained in over 20 plus modalities, including somatics, IFS, NLP, which you guys have heard about, NVC. We got to talk about all of those acronyms, or maybe not. We'll see where the conversation takes us. You are committed to supporting heart-centered women entrepreneurs who struggle with overthinking on overwhelm. Huh. To make aligned decisions for more fulfilled impact and abundance. Your endeavors empower. She endeavors to empower women entrepreneurs with a mission on their heart to get out of their own way and reclaim the life and impact that was placed in this. And now, guys, even after that tongue twister of mine, you know why I was like, you better have been listening to last week's episode because I am seeing a pattern here. And if you have been around, I don't always 100,000% know how these episodes align because I see when recordings are happening. And uh, based on that, we schedule them. And apparently, the universe was like, Evie, the shit needs to get out there. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm so thrilled to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited to listen to your other episode now too. <laughs> it is interesting because where we take boss your business, it there's so many different variations where we can take that. Where it's more of the type A and the processes and systems. Where over the last couple of episodes, it has been more of the mental and spiritual side of business where, did I mention the universe provides because that's my journey right now. It's guys, I swear, if you are like, you are all boo-boo, you have no idea, guys, you have no idea what you are missing out on. And if you are on your own spiritual journey, go get your pen and paper ready because I know this is going to be the episode for you. Yes. And with that, let's start us off with my most favorite question. How did you get here? Oof. Yeah. Where do we start? Which <laughs> like which lifetime do we start in? <laughs> As I was listening to a lot of your episodes and a lot of your guests and yourself seem to be already like wild color outside the lines kind of people from origin. This is not boring. But that's not, that was not me. Like I was super good girl. Super like the one that colored inside the lines, had to get everything right. I was a girl guide like way too long. I was the kid in school that needed to fly under the radar and get it right. And so it won't surprise you that I also became a teacher. Because <laughs> I was so good at school. I was so good at rules. I was so good at coloring in the lines. I, don't get me wrong. I'm a freaking rule stickler. I am starting to be less of a rule stick. I will be that neighbor that you had your dog on the patio the whole time. You are not parking in your... I will be that neighbor. However, things do change. And apparently for you too. 
Yeah. And there came to this point in my life, I had a really successful teaching career for 13 years and I was really good at it and really good at the whole system and realized that I was miserable, right? That that what had got me to where I was in my life was not going to get me to the next level, to the next phase. And what I realized was there's actually two ways that people end up miserable in their life. And it's either they follow all of the rules and do everything that they were supposed to. That's me. I'll raise my hand there. Or they never felt safe enough to Oof. be who they really are. Oof. Yeah. Uh-huh. Big oof, uh-huh. right? And I feel so, that one. So for me, there was, it was this turning point where I was like, shit, like I have got my dental plan and my retirement plan and my summer's off. Why is my life just blah? And that's when I started exploring something different. A burnout miraculously, and I'll say that now, Mm -hmm. forced me out of teaching without a plan for the first time in my life, right? Burnout kind of has that tendency where (laughs) it's like, you don't want to take a break? Cool. I'll just shut you off. Yes. So for the first time in my life, I didn't have a bell telling me when I was going to pee, right? And I was like, okay what do I do? And that's when I started living my life day by day. I didn't have a to-do list. I didn't have a schedule. I didn't have recess telling me like when I could move. I literally woke, started waking up every day and started seeing, okay, what is here for me? And it was following step-by-step what actually lights me up beyond doing what I'm supposed to do that I was like, oh, like, what about coaching? Oh, what if I tried this on? What about becoming a yoga teacher? And I just started exploring all of these aspects of myself that had lain dormant for so long. And I was able to train as a master coach, train as a yoga teacher, like really start to support people in finding their remarkableness in seeing where they too had built up the walls so high that they couldn't see out of them anymore, right? They were too safe. They were too comfortable. And so that's very much my story to where Uh I am now. And it almost just feels like a big 180. And now I can say, because I'm playing life in a different way, like you, you started the, the episode with we're getting a little bit weird in here. And I very much see life as there's our goal line, right? There's the things that we want to accomplish. There's the things we want to do, but there's also a soul line. Mm-hmm. And if our soul line, that soul stuff, the emotions, the energetic, the mission, the magic isn't also being nurtured and moved along, the goal stuff really comes to a point where doesn't it doesn't matter. move us forward. Yeah. It doesn't fulfill us. It doesn't fuel us. And it can only go so far. So How often, and to give an example that, that a lot of in the audience will hopefully connect with no matter what you guys believe in or not. One piece that where this often shows up for a lot of us, for a lot of us, is in a committed relationship in standard terms, husband and wife, where it's like, 
men often, they are in that growth period of building their kingdom. Guys, if you haven't read The Keys to the Castle, love the book. It explains how, how guys, how men evolve. And pretty much what it does is they're getting to the point of building their castle, meaning they, they want to have the property, the house, they want to have the income, they want to have that kingdom ready before they get children, before they settle down. Yet with that evolvement, what often happens is they end up in that burnout of I spend all the time on my work, on making the money, on doing all the things on white picket fence. Now, the wife I have might be pissed off with me. She thinks I didn't take care of the kids. And the same thing happens for us where it's, yes, the goal is to build that kingdom. If that is your personal kingdom or if that is your business, but that mm. goal doesn't matter if you lose your passion and everything you are doing it for on the way to get there. 100%. Ooh, that just came out. Yeah, it was good. That was good. I had a little goosebumps there. <laughs> I'm like, it's just, it doesn't have to be, there, there's another way. Universe is talking, duality, where it's, it's never just black or white. It doesn't just have to be one thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just one emotion. It doesn't have to be just one path. There is always a duality of things. You can go mm -hmm. for your goals and still be like, I'm taking a day off. I'm taking mm -hmm. care of myself. Yeah. What I love to call that is it's a difference. There's the game that we're all playing, right? And what you're describing here is that outside in game. Right. The game that's like when I have the house, when I have the partner, when I have the X, Y, Z in the bank account, when I have this many clients, when this much revenue, then I'll feel happy, safe, yeah. content, free. Right. But there's no winning that game. Right. Because as soon yeah. as we get to the thing, we just move the needle. And so it just, and the interesting in thing is, it's, I'm sitting here smoking for everybody that's just listening. I'm literally sitting here smoking. I swear these episodes right now, it's yes, universe, I hear you. I'm, a, oh my God, it's, I swear my podcast right now is a coaching session for me. <laughs> if you guys have anything, if you guys, and I know Andrea, you are working in that too. If you have done any work in the realm of manifestation, you are not going to feel when you are getting, you have to feel to get the yes. feeling comes first. And I'm sitting here, I'm smoking. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Sure, I'm going to feel safe in my life once I have 10, 50, 100, a million K in my account. Maybe. No, you're not. That Maybe. money is going to show up when you, after you feel safe. The yeah, feeling and comes that's, first. That's the inside out game, right? That's the mm -hmm. only game that we can win, right? That says, I feel happy. I feel abundant. I feel free. I feel safe now. And when we change our inner worlds, we don't have to do a lot for the external world to shift with us. Like it cannot help but change. I'm living proof of that right now. I love Guys, that. Guys, seriously, I started working on, with an energy healer and working on this. I just tripled my revenue. With amazing clients. It's like, literally, it's like, knock, knock. Hey, we are here and ready for you. I'm like, where did you just come from? 
Congratulations. I'm happy for you. So guys, this stuff really works. Again, there, there is a reason we are going a little bit woo with this because this stuff actually works no matter how A-type you are. <sighs> with all of that, you were teacher, you went to the burnout, which seems to be often a catalyst for a lot of us. We've all been there, done that. How is life now? Mm. Yeah. Well, the universe loves to speak to us in contrast, right? They give us what you don't want so that you can see what you do want. And for me, my paradigm of the world, the way that I saw the world was just one way. And what I was able to see through learning what I didn't want was where I wanted to feel more free, more fun, more aliveness, more just autonomy and sovereignty over my own life. And that's where I get to choose from now. And to get there, that wasn't just like I woke up one morning and it was different. It was a year, years long journey of unlearning because these oh God, paradigms yeah. are given to us. Like we are, they're adopted from our family, our culture, our language, our gender, all of it. We just get this backpack of stuff that uh, comes to a point where we get to decide, is this useful for me? Is this actually coming with me to where I want to go? And um, for me, there was a whole lot of no's. <laughs> this doubt, not useful. This lack of confidence, not useful. This poor body image, no. This waiting to be chosen so then my life can start, this is not serving me because at the same time, I was being given a big mission. And the mission was to also wake up other women from their paradigms and their conditioning that were keeping them small. Women like me who were given a mission in medicine to be like, hey, bring this into the world, but were then keeping themselves back because of all of the crap. And I had to unlearn all of mine so that I could then lead them, guide them, support them in shedding the light on theirs. <sighs> I'm seeing you nodding here. You're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? It's, it seems to be a collaborative learning for a lot of us women, that right there, where it's like, Again, I'm like, I, I see patterns. One of the patterns has been the idea of serving others. That's what our feminine is. We are caretakers, that we give life. That's what the feminine is. And I've been seeing, and it, I swear, I'm just going to run around with goosebumps all day today, where things keep popping up. And I'm like, reels, TikToks, whatever it is. And one one stuck with me where it's, we're not going to fill our cup up anymore to feed others from our cup. No, no. We will overflow our cup and give to others from the saucer underneath. Mm -hmm. We are not emptying our cup anymore for other people. And I'm like, huh. Because it's what we often do. We give, we we learned the lesson. Now suddenly we are putting ourselves potentially back in the situation of burning ourselves out because we teach others and, and not doing anymore. 
as we teach them to do. It's seeing those cycles happening sometimes is interesting. And I'm like, let's not do that anymore. Yeah. Let's yeah. not do that anymore. Yeah. That's a huge piece of integrity mm -hmm. and truly being aligned in alignment. Mm -hmm. And there is so many ways when we take this into the, the business side of things where it's like, there is so many ways how this can be done guys if you listen to Anya's episode from last week what she is doing is she has different coaches and mentors in her program she is not the only one that has to show up every single time the whole idea of collaboration it's like when you take this you don't have to empty your cup for other people into the practical sense of business it's we have so many different ways of doing this mm -hmm. and deciding where it's you make yourself le less available you bring other people and you bring other mentors and you bring other coaches and there is so many different ways so i'm curious how are you running business now and yeah. combining that with living now what does yeah. it look like oh yeah so I love all of that. And speaking to your point about collaboration, historically, pre-patriarchy, that's how women survived. That was our number one survival strategy was coming together and leveraging the power of the group. And yeah. then because of patriarchy and women started seeing each other's competition and then all the stereotypes and not trusting other women and all of that mess, which is actually not who we are, we got further and further away from our primary survival strategy, where for men, it's competition and that, that works for them. And Go for forward. women, it truly is collaboration. And it is about creating epic teams, but it's also creating your own professional support network. And that, for me, fuels me and has been a game changer, my professional support network. That's what fuels my heart and reminds me who the F I am when I forget. <laughs> and for me, it's been about flipping the script. Is like that cup overflows before I start my day. Right. This isn't, oh, at 8 p.m. when work is done, I'm going to do yoga or have a cup of tea. That's how I start my day. Me first. I like, and when a coach first suggested this to me to a year ago, she's like, what if you didn't start working till noon? My mind would went like completely berserk because I loved coloring in the lines and loved rules. I was like, but I'm supposed, my paradigm was like, I start at nine. That's when we're supposed to start. And she's like, well, what if you didn't? Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, what if I didn't? <laughs> what if I actually worked with my natural cycles? That felt good for me. And so now prioritizing me and my cup overflowing means I do my workout, I do my yoga, I do my meditation, I do my breath work, I write in my journal in the morning before anything else. And then when I show up for my clients, I am on fire, right? And as a generator in human design, I have so oh much to offer mm -hmm. them because I am so in alignment, so in my joy that they feel that and it fuels them and it fuels their mission as well. So that's a huge piece. But then also I'm at the cottage this week. Like there is a lake like right there. And this life of location freedom means that when somebody calls me up and says, hey, the, the cottage that you love, the space that you love has become available. Do you want to come up? I get to be a yes to that. 
And that is super exciting to me because I'm going to go out after this call and stare at the lake for an hour and sit with spirit or source or universe and nature and just be given the next thing that needs to come through me. And that is a priority. I don't even have anything to that. I don't have anything to that. <laughs> it's funny how, and to me, funny, weird, or interesting just usually means new. It's interesting to me how our growth has aligned with, I am supposed to start working at eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock. And I'm like, no, I don't function before 10. You don't want to see me before 10, period. And I suck in the <laughs> afternoon. Afternoon is like admin stuff and little crap and that kind yeah. of thing. But my best time is between 10 and noon. That's when my clients get me. Yeah. That's where we come. And actually, it also changes between if it's a Monday or if it's a Wednesday. And it's, we didn't go into business to yeah. follow a standard nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we, why do some of us have built a business just to create another job? Yeah. Yes. Why? That. That. It's not. Yeah. We built this as a passion. We, we saw a need. We wanted to give the resources that weren't there, but not on your account, not on your bill. Mm -hmm. You get to make it what it is. Yeah. What you want it to be. Yes. And we get to explore all of those narratives, all of those stories, because they tend to run the show. At least the case has been for me, right? Where all of that old programming really dies a slow, painful death, right? We don't even know the ways that it's like lingering and in our mm -hmm. unconscious mind until we start to question everything, right? Do I have to start to work at age? Is it true that I can't take Fridays off? Is it like, and, and we get to start to question that. And that's part of being an entrepreneur, right? And that has been my biggest, like going from teacher structure, everything planned in my day for 35 years, <laughs> right? To starting to shift and outside the lines and almost like just broaden the scope to like, what else is possible? And I think that's what's really exciting about entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. It's because we work really hard. Don't get me wrong. And I want to work hard for this. Like my dream has tapped me on the shoulder and has been like, Andrea, are you really going all in? Are you sure you're all in for this? And I'm like, mm -hmm. yes, babe, I am here. I am all in. And so I am so willing to work hard for it. But my energy, my alignment needs to be a priority so that I get to show up in a way where it's not icky for other people because that's felt, right? Yep. And it feels good for me because yes to big missions, yes to helping a lot of people, yes to being an epic coach, yes to showing up in my authentic expression. But even bigger than that, I am here to live an epic life, like a big life that fills me up that I love, that is pleasurable and filled with desires and connection. And so that gets to be part of the plan. <laughs> Amen to all of that. How do you serve others right now? So we know you are location independent. You get to go to the cabin, sit at the lake. While you do serve others, how do you serve others? What's that business model? What are you doing? 
Yeah, so I have a couple different ways that I'm serving my community at the moment. I am at the starting a mastermind. We were talking about collaboration and community mm -hmm. for women to truly be coming together as fellow change makers. Like foxing each other as competition. Like we are all doing the same damn thing, trying to make the world a little bit better, right? A little bit more conscious, a little bit more loving. And we all have our own unique ways of doing it. There is no reason why we cannot be joining forces and doing it together. And so my mission for the mastermind yep. is to have other women in the arena, like with us who give a shit and care a lot, who can fuel the fire and bring these missions to reality. So the mastermind inspire her is big on my heart. I also serve people in group coaching programs, again, leveraging the power in the heart of the group. And I serve clients one-on-one -on -one in VIP containers. So these are people where we really get to go deep with like the belief shifting work right? People come to me because they have really big things like that they want to do in the world. And they keep coming up against themselves, their subconscious blocks, their paradigms, their self doubt. And when those are the obstacles you have to jump through every yeah. single time you want to move the needle in your business, Every time you want to create the thing that was offered to you, every time you want to act on inspiration and you have to swim in your own fear, no, we don't have time for that. <laughs> so people that's come up to me that. because we, we want to move through that. And so that's what I get to do in my one-on-one -on -one deep dive containers is we do a lot of the belief shifting work, the embodiment work and the somatic work to move that shit out of the body so you can do what you came here for. That is amazing. So where can people find you? Yeah, Instagram. And yes, guys, the links are always in the in the description as but I want to have it on audio too. So sounds like Instagram is your platform. Instagram is my jam. There's a small but mighty group of us over there hanging out. It's just my name, the reverse. It's Tessier.Andrea. And you can also find me on my website, AndreaTessier.com. And you will see all of those links in the description. Thanks so much for joining me, guys. Again, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, and the links for Andrea in the description. I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.